Welcome to Binge on Selvah podcast. I'm your host Anna, but you can call me Anchi. For the past few years, I've been struggling with binge eating disorder, severe procrastination issues, and a really poor self-image. Any kind of self-love has been pretty much non-existent. But I've realized I'm not alone in this, as millions of others struggle with accepting who they are, and we all fight our inner battles. I'm not an expert on this, nor I claim to be, but I have a story and I want to share it with you guys, raw and honest, with all its highs and lows. Every Tuesday, I share my experience, thoughts and tips on overcoming binge eating disorder, procrastination and tips on gaining self-love and respect. Join me and our listeners on our journey to build a healthier and kinder relationship with ourselves. Make sure to subscribe to Binge on Self-Love podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any future episode. For more content on binge eating, procrastination, self-love and self-acceptance, visit bingeonselflove.com and follow me on Instagram at bingeonselflove. Disclaimer, Binge on Self-Love podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It doesn't provide professional medical advice and it is not a substitute for a diagnosis or treatment. Hello everybody, welcome to the Bench and Self-Love podcast. My name is Anna, but you can call me Anchi, and I'm your host for today and for every episode, actually. <laughs> I hope you are doing well. Um, it's September already, and it's actually it's actually been a year since I started Bench on Self-Love podcast. I've launched the very first episode at the end of August last year, and since then I published 43 now 44 episodes. A huge thank you to everyone who supported me and this podcast by tuning in, listening to this podcast, sharing it with someone else. And also a huge thank you for everyone who reached out to me on Instagram to share your story, to support me, or to say that this podcast makes you feel a little better and that it made you feel like you don't have to go through the recovery all on your own. So thank you, thank you so much. I just want to make this podcast so good and so helpful for everyone. Unfortunately, I don't have as much space as I would want to because I have a full-time job. But I don't want to complain by any means. I am so, so grateful that I get to do what I do. So once again, thank you all so much for your support. And if you enjoy Binge on Self-Love podcast, make sure to subscribe to it and share it with anyone who you think may benefit from it. And now, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Enchanté. I'm not sure if you have noticed that at the beginning of July, Pinterest has banned all weightless-focused ads. It got quite a lot of media coverage and you may be thinking, if it happened at the beginning of July, why are you telling us now, Anna? The truth is, I wanted to dedicate an episode to this topic for quite a long time, but I just wasn't sure what I wanted to say and what my angle on this would be. So now I think I figured it out. And to give you a better context, on July 1st, 2021, Pinterest published a statement that since July, they ban all ads promoting weight loss, whether that's through graphics or through language. 
So what that means in practice, I'm going to quote this from their official article, which I will link in the show notes so you can check it out if you like. What does this step mean in practice is that you won't see weight loss focused ads, weight loss products or weight loss testimonials, idealization or denigration of a certain body type, mentions mentions of BMI, which stands for body mass index, products that should be worn out or put on the skin in order to lose weight, weight loss pills and supplements, before and after weight loss photos and body shaming and unrealistic cosmetic surgery claims. And I think it's a really, really amazing and important step forward. And hopefully Pinterest will set an example for other social networks and platforms in this direction. Why is it such a big deal? If you've been a Pinterest user for some time, you probably know that there has been a lot of content focusing on weight loss and before and after photos of people's weight loss, transformation and stuff like that. There were a lot of diet tips and content supporting and encouraging eating disorders and disordered eating and disordered body image. This Pinterest ban won't necessarily affect all content on their platform, however, the ads definitely play a huge role in affecting our body images, our perception of what is and what isn't acceptable. And you may think that it's not such a big deal, but it's actually the opposite, because if you think about it, we are exposed to advertisements all the time. Actually, according to an article on PPC Protect, which I will link in the show notes, The estimate is that we are exposed to 6,000 to 10,000 ads every single day. Isn't it crazy? We are exposed to all different kinds of ads all over social media, the internet and the online world in general, on TV, in the offline world such as billboards, posters, subway, magazines, everywhere. And those ads include ads that are focusing on weight loss and building muscles and different types of diets. And although some people may pass those ads like any other, for many such ads can be triggering and they can be harmful. Good ads are designed in a way to evoke emotions, whether that's happiness, sadness, outrage, joy, whatever, and ads also communicate a certain message. For example, use this detergent to get the cleanest and shiniest dishes or shop in our store and get the looks of your favorite celebrity. But it can also be something like buy our fitness program or try this diet to get the perfect body, to get the body of your dreams, all while being exposed to actors and actresses who seemingly have that perfect body. And I'm wondering how many people and how many young kids see those ads and think, I should probably look like this. This is what's popular. This is what people want. This is what people want to see. This probably is the right way to look. And like I've said, even if these types of ads don't trigger us or makes us feel some type of way, very often they subconsciously undermine our confidence and beliefs and our perception of health and beauty and healthy lifestyle. I found a very interesting article on usatoday.com, which again, I will link in the show notes. And there was this one thought in particular that really caught my attention, and that's To what extent is the marketing of those products and services going to change? 
and how much is the actual product or service going to change. And the article also suggests to what extent has it been just a change of wording from weight loss diet to lifestyle change rather than a true change of the message and the methods. And working in marketing myself, I know that there are different ways how you can present the truth and weight loss programs and ads and everything related to changing your weight is always going to be there. What I see as the biggest concern is how many of those products are presented. I think there's no right way how someone's body should look like, not in the summer or not in any other season. And those advertisers should stop telling us that because this is what a lot of advertisers wants us to believe that there really does exist a certain body type that's ideal and perfect and desirable and that we all should strive for i don't think the best version of you is the most muscular one or the most toned one or the skinniest one i think the very best version of you is the healthy and happy one I often feel like social media is a completely different world from the reality. Obviously, what people you follow and what content you engage with plays a huge role in this and in what you see in the future. But I speak based on my feed on Instagram and TikTok. It's the world of influencers and seemingly perfectly looking people. And it's really, really hard to find people who don't have that quote-unquote perfect body, long lean legs app definition, tan, whatever. And every time I engage in a content like this, I feel much worse about myself and about what my own body looks like. But then when I go out in the public and I engage with people out there and I get to see such a variety of people with different bodies and body types and interests and everything, it makes me feel so happy and so normal. When I was 19 or 20 or something, I became obsessed with Victoria's Secret and their annual fashion show and the Victoria's Secret Angels. I looked up to those models, I believed that they represented everything that I should aim for in terms of beauty and body and eating habits and hard work. And those were also the times when I was the most unhappy with myself because I just couldn't reach those standards no matter what. And I can only speak for myself, obviously, but I think it's been this case for so many of you, not necessarily with this brand, but with any kind of brand or with any kind of influencer or celebrity or a TV show, simply anything. And if you are struggling with an eating disorder, you are more prone to seek out people and information that will validate your beliefs that being the skinniest possible is the ultimate goal. I think what Pinterest has done is a great step and a huge step forward and it's progressive. It communicates the message to their community and their users that they care about their mental and physical health and that they actually listen to what the users may struggle with. So let's hope that other companies will catch up soon. What I would really love to see in the future is people not promoting these crazy diets and random fitness programs without any real knowledge. And I would love the social media space to focus more on how can we learn to love ourselves? How can we learn to see the positive and good in us? And not just what we feel like we need to change about ourselves all the time. 
In conclusion, I would like to say that even though this precaution that Pinterest has taken, there are other ways how we can get all exposed to triggering ads or to ads stereotyping a certain body image or diet. So if you find yourself getting affected or triggered by this type of content, then I think it may be actually helpful to spend some time out of the social media and more in the real world and real life and with people you love and spend less time on the internet. I personally find it really helpful because if you just take your eyes off off the screen and you look around yourself, you will see so many beautiful people. Everyone is unique, different, interesting. Everyone has different body types, different size, and that's just all so beautiful. And there are no filters, no picture perfect, just the beautiful reality. I would like to know what is your opinion on Pinterest banning weight loss focused ads. Have you been affected by this yourself? And how do you deal with seeing those ads? How do they affect you? Feel free to DM me on Instagram at binchonselflove or shoot me an email at anci at binchonselflove.com. That's all I have for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, make sure to subscribe to the Binch on Self Love podcast. And have a great rest of the week. Stay true to yourself and talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for spending your time listening to Binge on Self Love podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to subscribe to Binge on Self Love podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any future episode. You can find more content on binge eating, procrastination and self-acceptance at bingeonselflove.com and on Instagram at bingeonselflove. Talk to you soon. Bye!